Hi, this is Marco Sparks. And I'm Benjamin Light. And you are back for another episode of Bros Watch PLL2. We made it. Somehow. Week. Somehow we have returned. So I don't know about you, Marco. Did you keep your pledge and only watch one more episode instead of the three that are out? I only watched the second episode because it took me four hours to watch it. My <laughs> eyeballs did, did not I. want to stay on that screen. Yeah, it took me two tries. I, I, I watched 15 minutes and had to stop and then got back to the rest of it later. But uh, no, I have not watched ahead. I've seen a few comments here and there on Twitter or Reddit yeah. about, that were seemingly about episode three. But uh, I think it's fair to say that we're not really spoiled or anything. So we're going to keep uh, keep grooving along. Um, I, I've Such know, as it is. I know that some people, you know, we, we got a lot of different reactions um, when we asked people if they're in and out. I would say it was a pretty, pretty even mix. I mean, I didn't count, so maybe I'm lying. But like, there was I'm out. There's I'm in, but only for you guys doing the pod, and then I'm in. You know, and there's yeah, there was there was. Oh, I would say I don't you, know, maybe like forty percent in, thirty percent in for the pod, thirty percent out. Maybe those aren't correct, correct, but something like that. It's yeah. it's like two thirds in, with one of those thirds being just for the podcast, mm-hmm. and then a lot of like I'm out. I'm going to listen to the podcast. And I know I've, I've seen reactions both to people you know, talking to us on Twitter or just online on Reddit being like, well, you know, after the second episode, like you get to the inciting incident and it like gets good. And <laughs> that may be the case. We'll see. We haven't watched episode three yet. I would, I would humbly suggest that maybe you should get to your inciting incident. The Not even in the second episode, but in the first episode. But, you know. What Isn't that why it's called the what is it called the pilot pilot? Yeah. yeah. Well, straight to series. They can just be lazy now. And yet the attitudes and the way characters are written, you would have thought this was a classic TV show where nine months later they wrote this second episode because some of these characters, if they're even can be called characters, what they claim to want in the first episode is so wildly drastically different. <laughs> Uninterestingly. Yeah. Well, let's uh we'll I'm that. gonna say right now. The only character that I feel like is a real character and I hate him, but I think you know like what he's about is the fucking theater owner guy or the manager. Oh, I thought you were gonna say um Eric Johnson, the sheriff. Oh, maybe Derek Johnson. Shadow sheriff, yeah. Like the character I liked the most last time, I fucking couldn't stand it. They, they, they did our girl Tabby wrong. Yeah. Oh my All god. Right, before we get to that though, let me just get the uh the specifics out of the way. This episode, S1E2, is titled The Spirit Queen. Maybe they call it Chapter 2. We don't. Uh, written by Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa and Lindsay Calhoun-Bring again, and directed by Lisa Soper. So same crew as last time. A uh, few follow-ups and corrections. A reminder, we only saw the last episode once. I did watch it again Ooh. while I was on my exercise bike, just to brush up. Um, so we so got a few things wrong. Apologies. Or, you know, Memory is a fickle thing. The flashback was not on Halloween. It was on New Year's Eve. And it was not at the school. It seemed to be like like at an abandoned mill, maybe like some sort of like like old warehouse party or something like that. Um so at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, at the very beginning. Okay. It, it's New Year's Eve and it, it doesn't look like it's a school. I think it's like just some like weird warehouse party. So it's like a Y2K party. Mm-hmm. Good guy. Um other falls and stuff. There's there's a few scenes here and there that we just didn't mention. Um you know, more chats with between like Imogen and other people and whatnot, the, but nothing too the, important. The film teacher, I didn't realize this in the first episode. The film teacher's name is Mr. Smithy. God damn it. Yeah. Every film reference is bad. Yeah. There's um the lawyer that I think it's Farron's mom works for her. 
it, her thing is like, it, it's all horror movie reference. It's like Strode Ripley and Prescott or something like that. Uh, yeah, so it's just like, it's just like, hey guys, look, we did it. We, we snuck another Easter egg to a horror movie in. Aren't we great? Um, I, the reaction I've seen online, I mean, on the on the subreddit, it's mostly positive. Although maybe that's a self selecting group. Um, I've seen a few mixed reactions. I did. There's a there's only one negative review on Rotten Tomatoes. I love this line from it. It's from uh, Telltale TV. Lauren Busser is the the writer. She says. It is a problem that the series feels more interested in taking tropes and paying homage to other horror series and movies instead of focusing on their characters and their motivations. No fucking shit. Isn't that it in a nutshell? Mm-hmm. Um, one other detail uh, that we missed was that in the credits, we briefly see like a missing persons poster for Minnie Mouse. Uh, Who's seemingly Mouse 30 years old. Mouse is her nickname. Minnie's her real name. Um, and her date of birth is three thirteen ninety two, which mm. would make her thirty. Um, so we must ask ourselves, and it's a picture of her. It's not like it's a picture of somebody else in this missing poster. We must ask ourselves: Is she secretly thirty years old, or did they just fuck up with a prop? We don't know. Is it a clue or is it a mistake? Well, you wouldn't. If it's a fuck up, would you put it in the credits? I don't know, man. I mean, is her childhood trauma that she was in a coma it, for 15 years? Would it years? shock you if you saw Boom Mike in one of these shots? Really? No, it wouldn't. I mean, it wouldn't. Yeah. A lot of conversation about how, oh, no, the visual style, it's its meant to look like an 80s horror movie. It's supposed to be campy. Uh, I would humbly suggest people go actually watch an 80s horror movie. Like, go watch Halloween or something. This I just sad. I just don't ever want to hear, though, like, it's supposed to be bad. Yeah. I don't think I mean, you but whatever. Can, I don't I don't whatever. think camp can be made intentionally anyways. Like camp no, happens no. like by accident when people are being earnest. Yeah, um, you I mean you're 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 doing something else before you realize oh well, we're being campy here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not yeah, not successfully you can't you can't execute camp. But I mean fuck it man, like Cheryl's the Scarlet Witch now or whatever. Like yeah. keep that shit to Riverdale. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. There's always been kind of a weird like single white female-ish thing about Riverdale's obsession with PLL and how mm. they're going to like do it right. They kind of did it with their like teacher student plot line in the first season of Riverdale. It's always felt like a little, a little, uh, you know, Don Draper. I don't think about you at all to the mm. like, guy saying, I'll bet you think about me every day. That, that's kind of mm. what it feels like. It, honestly, this is my fault because on an episode of the PLL podcast, I said, yeah, you could do a scream TV show. It'd just be a lot like PLL, but mm. with a horror movie tropes. Uh, this is all my fault. Is I'm this so really a horror show? Because I've seen horror movies. And I feel like this show extremely superficially is trying this to copy a, some of the tropes, but it's like it doesn't school, really know what makes a horror movie. Well, honestly, this is a this is an old school straight to DVD like horror sequel, but like, like See, but I don't one. think I don't think this show actually has the soul of a horror movie. There's way too many punches pulled. You know, yeah. like it's it it a horror movie is it has a completely different vibe than what we're getting here. This which is like is, this is, is like why... playing with like the clothes of a horror movie without committing. Well, but it's why PLL was smart and and only said we're a thriller, mm-hmm. like like because that is that is executable in a in a cohesive, long lasting yeah, way. Because this Michael Myers doesn't walk around. For days on end, just staring at people, you know, like yeah. once he starts yeah. killing, he's going, he's, he's, you know, he's into it. He's not going to then like 
take five and like chill out for a few episodes. Well, you're the problem with this fucking Leatherface, which is what I call him in my notes, mm-hmm. is that you're never gonna fucking convince me that this dude is spoiler pushing chicks off catwalks or whatever and like 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 suffocating rats and then he's picking up a goddamn cell phone and texting people yeah it's like a fucking mongoloid like I, don't, I just don't believe the technology it, the, angle. the two concepts don't fit together and it, it like you were talking about it last episode it, it's really noticeable this episode because you're like why would the person doing this also be doing that well and like Minnie has like one good scene in this episode. Other than that, she's not a character. In this episode, Farron's not a character. Um, we'll get to her. I feel like she's almost two characters. Um, Can I tell you about the dream I had the other night? Uh, if you must. Imogen and Tabby were in a bar looking to recruit people for their team. And they walked up and they tapped on a young woman on the shoulder. And then Spencer Hastings turned around and said, fuck off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. But um, anyway, a lot of people did say, well, it does get better. It does get better. Can I say that this episode, episode two, is better than the last episode? I guess so. I wouldn't say it's good. Can, I'd can say you? at least something happens in this episode. I will give it that. There is actually momentum and like things transpire instead of 55 minutes of just, hello, it's this character and this is their boyfriend. And hello, it's As this you character. Know. Yeah. Oh my god, the, the the boyfriend characters are non-existent. They're in so interchangeable. I swear to God for the I, first... I learned this episode that one of them's name is Henry. I'm like, Henry? Who's Henry? He's the dance partner guy. Oh, the, oh the okay. Ballet, ballet he's guy. the one whose name I don't know. Yeah. yeah so, so for the first 30 minutes, I thought they were all either named Greg or Chip. What if we just called them all Chip? I feel like they all are, they, they're all Chips to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Well, because you, I'm sorry. Also, it's a PLO world. You can't call the one guy Sean. You just can't. Anyway. All right. Uh, can we can we talk about some of the anonymous tea that was emailed to us? Oh, do we get tea? We got a little bit. Oh, you know, I, I haven't looked at the email. So, yeah, go for it. So, uh, listener knows somebody who was somewhat involved, some level in the production. And then grain of salt, of course. This uh, is definitely of, true, obviously. But but because of you know COVID, as the nine month progression went on, there are a lot of scenes where actors are not in the same scene together. So there's some Arrested Development season four esque bad blue screen. Interesting, interesting. Which I mean, you can definitely see the ground laid for some of the Karen and Kelly stuff here. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I I didn't realize in the pilot because I don't think I realized they were twins, but like how bad it is. Because they they can't really like they do like one shot where they put them both in the shot, but for the most part, like somebody's like heads all his turn. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I, I for I was shocked when watching this because I was like, whatever the the female actor who plays Karen Kelly, Mary Mallory Bechtel. I was like, why is she so much worse in this episode? I thought she was kind of one of the best parts of the pilot, and then I was like, oh, they're doing like a switcheroo thing that is worthless, worthless. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm especially insulted anytime, anytime somebody fucks up a good twin thing, you know? So I take that personally. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get into the episode, I guess. I've got random thoughts. Um, there's like some renewal discussion. Uh, let's save that for the end, I guess. Maybe, maybe more news will have broken by then. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got our fucking credits. And uh, you might remember that the last episode ended with the kooky looking Imogen Adams there staring at the camera saying, we're going to kill Karen Beasley. She is horny to murder this girl. Yeah. She's got like going like weird and cross-eyed. 
And uh, nope. you might be wondering, this episode starts the flashbacks. You're like, okay, so we haven't got to the part we're going to kill her yet. Let's let's see what happens when we catch back up with them in the present day. But in the flashback, uh, there's a, a dude in like a, he's like a sea green and purple shirt just dapping up like nobody has ever dapped up before going into this party. Just high fives mm-hmm. all over the place. It's like a typical teenager house party that never actually happens in real life. only happens in TV shows and movies. And oh, the, it's, it's the, six months earlier. Okay, but the fucking like preacher esque comical title cards, and especially the about six months ago, boom. Like, I fucking hate the show. I will say, I like Bailey Madison because it's six months earlier, isn't saddled with like the like the pregnancy suit and the makeup. Yeah, I think it, it, it's better for her. You know, I'm just gonna say, I feel like her character seems like more of a person. Well, she's not huge doing... mistake to make her pregnant in the show. She's kind of fun playing drunk Imogen. Mm-hmm. Um, she's not doing the fucking Emma Watson face every 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, and then you know, Karen in the back of another blonde head that's supposed to be <laughs> Kelly come running up. It uh, just keeps cutting back and forth so that like they keep turning around like one at a time. This yeah. is this is like <laughs> insultingly bad sub Winklevi in the social network. I mean, I've seen Orphan Black. That was years ago. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So anyway, they want more booze. They can't raid Karen's dad's liquor cabinet. They're gonna send Greg. Well, what was she drinking then? Because it, it it starts with Imogen like drinking what would seem to be liquor and like making that face you make when you just drink hard liquor. Yeah. And then she's like, "Oh, like we have no liquor. We're out of beer. We need to raid your liquor cabinet." It's like, what were you drinking there, Imogen? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just One order straight. Also, there's like a fucking tap there. Yeah. So they're, this they're, is, uh, this, they're drinking some uh, some Kendi Laurentis blue. Yeah, this whole show is drinking Kendi Laurentis special. God, it looks disgusting. Like whose idea was it? Just like I want every scene to look like it's drenched in piss. Well, but I think that's it I was my it was my idea. I think that they're like, okay, what if we shot this on film? What if we put the cellulite on the ground, stepped on it, pissed on it, had Kendi Laurentis piss on but it? Here's the thing: it's not, but like, but like they're they're saying. Oh, that's the horror. That's it's but it's, it's, a, it's just not aesthetic. like it actually looks like an old horror movie. This is clearly shot on digital. It just has a lot of like like dingy backlighting and yellow lights and like kind of like a, a haze in the air. But like it doesn't look like it was shot on like 16 millimeter or something like they're not doing what they could really do. Like they're no. they're not going like, oh, it's like a grindhouse movie or something, you know, like they're they're not going that far. They just like lit it kind of gross. I'm sorry, you're on digital. Just make it clean, crisp. Let the yeah. colors pop. Like, play with the fucking depth. Like, don't do bad split diopter shots. Anyway, Tabby shows up. Oh, we should say real quick that um, it's six months ago, so Imogen is, like, BFS with Karen and Kelly. Mostly Kelly. Or not, I'm sorry, mostly Karen. Kelly's just yeah. kind of, like, also her friend, but not her main friend, it seems like. Um, and then, yeah, Tabby and Chip show up. What What do we think's going on with these two? Uh... They're not even doing it interesting enough, but Chip, not that it exists, but Chip has never been more in the friend zone than anyone in the world. It seems like Chip is into her, but she's yeah. not really into him. I mean, the way she dresses in both the last episode and this one, like major bisexual or lesbian vibes. So right. maybe they're going somewhere with that. But like, it, it, I kind of like read it as her being aware that Chip is into her and like, I don't know that she it, is. I don't know. Or, or she's she's really playing it like like she has plausible deniability. I think I read it as her being uncertain of how she feels about it. Okay. You know, like not and maybe maybe uncertain about her own. Yeah. 
capability to yeah okay but also they're going to do a thing where if she ever does profess feelings for chip it's going to be like i saw a scene in the movie and this is what oh i'm God. going to do she she shows up and instantly references three different movies that will become a thing she does in this episode she does not get a scene where she's not vomiting movie references well let me ask you a question what the who the fuck is the audience for this movie who the, the fuck is the yeah i'm sorry yeah. this show who the fuck is the audience? Zoomers, I guess. I don't know. Give me, give me an age. And um, is that age like a risky business, almost famous, or the thir- social thirteen network to age? seventeen? I guess would be their their sweet spot. They've maybe seen the Social Network. Yeah. Oh yes, like risky business. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously the writers are much older, so they're making all these references. Um, what have you done to our girl Tabby? I feel like they've got a good actress there and they are just saddling her at the worst fucking lines. Well, she is two different characters over the course of this episode. Mm -hmm. Like she's the one who's now horny to fuck up Karen in this episode. And then halfway through, she's like, nah, well, they all like completely go all over the place. Farron is, you know, like Jason Jacob said, tag yourself. I'm the girl who's down for whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So, so Greg goes to get drinks passing Noah's boyfriend camera has to dip down when we see Noah and, and Sean that she doesn't have the ankle monitor on yet here. So whatever happened with Noah that landed her in juvie, she was only in juvie for like a few months. So yeah, less than six. Sure. Clearly chip comes out of the bathroom here, zipping up. This is boyfriend of, of Karen chip. Um, he's like zipping up in front of her. Like, yes, like yes. he's flushed, turned and then put it away and started zipping up or something. Oh, what, what, the hell? Chip? what the hell? Also, there's a fire. And crucifix on the wall but she's yeah not, his, she's not weirded like, out by this at all no she can see she can see chips bush and a, a normal just girl like, just be fine. like excuse me <laughs> I, I i i'm not trying to say that anyone's asking for anything but like she can clearly see this guy's butcher shop hanging there and he's just like what's up good friend of my girlfriend i wish my girlfriend is more like you yeah 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 and then it, it cuts away so we don't see more of that conversation but he's kind of like He's getting closer and closer to her and she's backing up. Although she doesn't really she doesn't play as though she's like concerned about where this is going, at least yet. She's just like happy go lucky drunk. Is there like a supposed to be another shoe that drops and that's why we don't actually see I don't know. Probably occur. I, I this show does weird cuts and it's like I don't know. Well, did you not have the budget? Like yeah. Well, yeah, the editing is really choppy and sloppy. We, we also didn't mention way. last episode and this episode. There's some really weird choices made where, like, I think there's a scene in the first episode of Farron where, like, suddenly the camera tilts and, like, there's this weird noise on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not even the camera tilting. It's, it's all done in post, obviously. But, like, it's really weird and, and bizarre. Like, that was their attempt at, like, camp, I guess. I don't know. Strange editing choices. Anyway. I, I, I mean... When I think of like bad TV showrunners, I wonder what does Ryan Murphy think of this show? <laughs> um, so in in Karen and Kelly's circle, there's Sandy, played by Lila Crawford. What up, Lila Crawford? She was also at the premiere. She was dressed up a little bit like Cruella Deville at the premiere. I don't believe I remember she, her. She's barely a character in this episode. Oh, she like the kind of curly haired, yeah, curly yeah, brunette. Okay. Yeah, looks like looks like a like a goth vampire princess. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Kelly runs into the party where Karen is and whispers in her ear 
Uh, so seemingly Kelly is the one who witnesses, and then Karen okay, is, is, looks like this super the original. Pissed. Is this the original sin? I, I don't know what this this, this close up of her whispering in her ear is supposed to evoke. Also, is Kelly just a shit stir? Seemingly, yes. So Karen's whatever she's told Karen. Obviously, she told Karen. Hey, I saw Imogen making out with your dude. So then Imogen like runs in. It's like, hey, Kelly, I want to tell you something. And Karen's just like, you fucking slut. You made out with my boyfriend. And Karen, Imogen's just like, what? No, I didn't. Like, that's so not what happened. And like, he was kissing me, you know, because Kelly's like, no, I saw you. And then Greg shows up and he's just like, oh, just forget about it. She's being drunk and stupid. And so obviously Karen just completely takes her boyfriend's side and is like, get the fuck out of my house, you slut. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why Imogen isn't like, hey, man, you can believe me or not, but he's the one who's stepping out on you. So it sucks to be you. Good friend behavior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's also some dolls in the glass case in the living room. Great. Yeah, so she goes walking out just in the woods by herself, and is kind of standing around in her dress, and then she kind of looks back, and she's like, you know, oh, shit. So I, I feel like maybe she was actually making out with the dude, because she seems, like, regretful here. Just fucking own it. You'd be such a more interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get this again. This 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 effect. This like comic like boom present day. Yeah, it was, just, and they're they're constantly doing like the one A is red and the text the rest of the text is white. It's just I don't know. Yeah, so we pick up where we left off the end of the pilot, but first we get like this exterior shot of the school. We find out it's the Millwood High Steppenwolves. This school looks like a desolate shithole. I mean, I guess it is Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um. So we're, not, we're, we're, not back, the good parts. we're back in detention. So we're picking up right where we left off. Remember, we left off with Imogen saying, we're going to kill Karen Beasley. And now she has just told this story of how they like stopped being friends. And everyone is like, oh, I was at that party randomly. And then Imogen, or not Imogen, uh, Tabby like drops some more awful movie references. 80s rom-com, she says. I want to yeah. like you, Tabby. I want to like you so bad. And then it, they decide like, hey... Like Imogen has this like embarrassing video of Karen. We could like play it. We won't play it on the internet because the internet's forever. We'll like play it at the screening that Tabby's planning at the Orpheum. Like just a really short clip so nobody can even record it. And it's like, you how can... do we get from we're going to kill Karen Beasley to we're just going to play an embarrassing video of her one time? You can hear the fucking writer's room conversation where she's just like, she's sloppy as fuck in this. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this like a sex video? Oh, no, 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 no. It's totally not a sex video. I wouldn't violate her agency like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, what is happening here? It's just, I'm sorry. Like the whole, we're going to kill Karen Beasley thing. Like it's a lie. Like you're lying to your audience. If you put that at the end of one episode and you completely fail to follow it up in the next episode, you're, you basically like you lied and put that at the the end of one episode because it it seemed like punchy and spicy and, Oh wow. Didn't expect the episode to go there. Wonder what's going to happen next. The answer fucking nothing. It's just a, a fake tease. Like so much of Riverdale dudes writing. Like he just, he he constantly writes these checks he's never going to cash and he just hopes you don't notice imagine if the pilot to trouble ended with the will and the clues mm. and then we never brought it up again yeah. well you know it's funny because i i tweeted about this on friday if you'll uh, forgive a short tangent where i talk about writing and then on saturday i was writing the scene trying to put the finishing touches on the book one of the final chapters and i was like i needed to get out of the scene and i like put something on there a little a little something extra to be like Oh, like she sent this person away, but she secretly thinks they, they're a suspect. 
And I thought, Ooh, that's a, that's a fun way to end the scene. But then when I got to the next scene, I was like, I can't make this work. Like I tried for three hours to like weave that in. I'm like, no, it just, it doesn't make sense. It's a hat on a hat. I got to take it out. So I went back and, and cut it and they didn't do that in the show. They're like, no, we're never going to pay this off. We're going to put it there anyway, just because, you know, people will forget by the time the next episode starts. Yeah. Anyway, so there, there's a video that's on a phone that's at her house, uh, Imogen's house. Oh, oh, even before we see this video, like very early on, they're so worried about the Internet being forever that immediately Tabby's like, I can edit it to be so short that no one will have time to pull out their phone, which is. I fucking hate this. Yeah, there's this this thing in Imogen's old house. This, this, well, there's like, this whole thing the, where like her house is, is supposed to be really spooky or something. Like they're all like freaked out standing together and then Imogen comes in from the side and they all jump because there's an obvious like jump scare chord on the the soundtrack and then Tabby's just like, no jump scares. Ha ha, we're being meta. Also, she's referencing the Amityville horror which has yeah. got to be lost yeah. in this. Also, audience. I don't know if he knows in the scene, like I don't know how tall Chandler Kinney is. She's like six feet or something, but like she's clearly crouching down in a lot of these shots and you can really tell by the way it's framed here. Like it's, it's not framed to hide that fact. And so like, it's like, well, she must be much taller than the rest of the actors. Yeah. Cause I think they knew that this was one of the first time that these characters are all standing side by side for a Mm -hmm. preview image. Also, are they stupid? Why are they all looking upstairs? Like they think Imogen is upstairs and then she just like comes from like the, the side. Just so we can have a jump scare. And then they can make a joke about jump scares. Isn't that isn't that clever? Okay, aren't they and funny? From, from this point on, this show also will think that it has earned a friendship between these characters. This show is it completely does not earn the scenes that it wants to do. It wants to do a fun friendship scene where they're all doing their makeup and getting ready for the dance. That and, scene is a lie. Yeah, it's it's a lie. It's like you have not earned this scene yet. I'm sorry. It's only the mm-hmm. second episode. These characters just met. Well, you, you've done nothing really in the episode mm-hmm. thus far to even get you there. Nothing has happened to kind of bring them together or anything. Yeah. 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 And, and then the stuff when they're in the bathroom and they all agree to go to the dance together. That is a lie on top of a lie. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, we got the phone. We're going to, I think it's Pinball Pizza is the name of this pizza place. This is yeah. the the brew, I guess, for this show. It's pinball pizza. Oh, They're eating some nice pizza there. That's depressing. Mm-hmm. And then there's like this whole dumb conversation about how you have to know the passcode. And Malice is like, I'm a hacker. I know how to hack passcodes by social engineering or something. And then it's like, oh, it's 6969. What a douchebag. Ha 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 ha. Who wants to no, see it first? Earlier, Sorry, earlier she, she had said, this, this guy's a douchebag. Trust mm-hmm. me. That's all you need to know about him. And then it's like her like, I told you he's a douchebag. It's six nine six nine. And so it's like, all right, Farron, you can watch it first. Keep the volume low. None of us will see what you're watching because we want to save that for later in the episode, basically. So like it's just it's awkwardly staged where you're like, okay, I guess I don't get to see what's on this video yet because you want it to be a big thing later in the episode. So so they staged the scene. The other four girls all watch it, you know, together, leaning in. No volume. They play it like this video is 10 seconds long. Mm-hmm. And it's so scandalous that one of them has to ask how drunk was she even though it's really you would need the volume to kind of get it's all dialogue yeah it's all dialogue <laughs> you you would need that to really understand what the you know controversy would be but anyway so they're like wow this is like super embarrassing you know and then then i think it's here all of a sudden i mean, like i don't know do you think we should do this 
and and there and it's like well let's take a vote on it and then like they kind of go around talking about like how karen's a horrible person most people seem to be pretty into like you know screwing over karen they're going to change or whatever and then imogen's like well let's sleep on it yeah so farron and noah immediately vote yes mm-hmm. the thing about noah's characters there's no character there but i feel like there's something just charming about my rafiko that i just want to hang out with her I feel I like she know. has the most something so far as far as right? like, like I, maybe it's because she has scenes that seem like they mean something outside of the scenes with the others. Like the whole thing with the cop and kind of, she, you know, cajoling her way into getting out of uh, her ankle bracelet for the night. Like that kind of stuff. Chandler Kinney comes off like a really good actor to me. Mm-hmm. So she, she, she can make a character likable unless there's a fuck ton of bad film references. My Rafiko just seems like she's probably a, a engaging likable person i see it yeah uh i i i don't know farron just i don't have a handle on farron part to me like part of it with farron i think is that she seems like a different person when she's in her ballerina outfit in the ballerina school and then when she's outside like when she's outside she just seems like incredibly glib and shallow and kind of like not a fun hang at all yeah and then like she's like completely different like when she's a ballerina outfit like she looks different because her hair is pulled back you know and Mm -hmm. she's just all kind of like high achieving eager to succeed like it's like these are two different people seemingly oh god more twins like she seems like she really cares when she's a ballerina and she couldn't give less of a shit that she's even in the show when she's outside of being a ballerina also the 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 quote-unquote love interest that you called henry Mm -hmm. if you want me to take that guy seriously never have him open his mouth his voice and also you should go to the dance he looks like he weighs 110 pounds like i'm sorry yes yes yeah Uh, he doesn't look like 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 male ballerinas need to be pretty fucking strong you know like do those like throws and whatnot he doesn't look like he could do it i don't i don't think he has like the core strength and like the arm strength for it Ooh, you want to do like uh like a lift off with him nice Mm -hmm. okay let me ask you a question too this is stupid because it's a tv show but let's say I put a razor blade unbeknownst to you in your shoe mm-hmm. and you put your shoe on like normal. Okay. You're going to stab yourself in the toe pretty severely, right? Mm-hmm. Are One you thing. walking around all willy fucking no, like, like, like we, Karen is in this We already episode? forgot about that, man. That was, that was last episode. We cashed a, we, we wrote a lot of checks last episode. We're not going to cash. So don't they, worry had about the, it. they had the decency after Jake kicked a punching bag full mm-hmm. of knives and glass to be like, Fuck off, Jake. <laughs> yeah. So Farron goes home. We get we meet her dad briefly, who's like, I should be working a double, but I got a call from the school saying my daughter put a razor blade in other girls' shoes. And it's like, yeah, that seems pretty serious. Why is your daughter like expelled? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Let me rewind because I have to I have to carry my Via Dolorosa says I have to carry everyone of these fucking film references on my back. Mm-hmm. Tabby says that Karen is horrible because she's not on the hero's transformational yeah. journey. Um also, yeah, Farron's dad is named Zeke nice um yeah and then i think it's mouse is getting getting kind of the lecture next from her her two moms here like mouse did you really put a rat in a classmate's bag and like Why it's do like weirdly they moms? don't weirdly mouse isn't like no <laughs> you know? yeah well like hey moms why the fuck do you think that is any they- any childhood nickname that stuck with me <laughs> that might have caused me some problems in life what do you fucking think yeah then noah's mom you tested positive for marijuana i think uh Teresa, you know called me and not the sheriff so they're all kind of getting these, in trouble 
all of these kids' homes are designed and lit like they're in a fucking dream sequence. Like they none, none of them look one iota real. They, also, let me ask you a question about Noah's home mm-hmm. and what happens later on with Noah and Sean. Okay. Were we not told in the pilot that Noah's mother may or may not be a nurse and works night shifts so they can just like have a fucking fucking suck party every night at her house or whatever? I mean, she is in a nurse's uniform, so. But uh, but like the way they get down at the dance, like they've never had a chance to be alone ever. Yeah, it's kind of pitched like that's their first time. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about that when we get there. But I mean, but, you know, you're an adult when you're like, I never have to fuck in a car again unless I'm in <laughs> well, a sexy, sexy, yeah. horny situation. Yeah. Anyways, Imogen is then getting re- lectured by her mom. She's like, you know, like, or not Imogen. I'm sorry. Tabby is getting lectured by her mom. Um, and she's like, Imogen and I didn't do it. It's, it's that Karen girl. She's a psycho. And her mom's like, don't call her that. But she is. She's like full jawbreaker. Uh, all, all the all the kids know Jawbreaker, right? Uh, you we didn't do personal, it. We were scapegoated. Yeah, Jawbreaker is a, a horrible movie. We have a personal, personal, real hatred of that movie because <laughs> it cost us some friendships. It really did. God, it was uh, sh- and then that she is did- a movie where it actually has a sequence in which Marilyn Manson has sex with Rose McGowan. Mm. So Tabby's mom finally is like, well, I believe you that she didn't do it. And then Tabby says, and that's why you're better than 99% of TV moms. And it's just like, come on. Can we not? This is so fucking cringy. I'm sorry. Is, is Tabby's dad Max Headroom? Yeah. Is she half TV? Uh, uh, later on, Mouse is writing a paper called A Tale of Two Sisters. Maybe that's important. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they all start getting these like vi- texts and videos from A. Um, where it's like, oh, it's not a, signed yet. Yeah, it's a video to uh for Mouse where they're like vacuuming up a rat or something. I guess that's how they kill a rat. I don't know. They're and, just putting it in a thing and then like sucking the air out, so it yeah. suffocates. So a video to Farron where we're putting razor blades in a shoe. Uh, but which, which, which? Okay, okay. Leatherface. We're supposed to believe that Leatherface texted her not only this video but with the caption, "Heard you lost the part, girl." Yeah, and then a a video to Noah. Where it's just like like this little tea kettle full of Granny's peach tea there, like going yeah. like it's hilarious that like this is how they film it, you know, like oh you you, you can't show a dog for this one, I guess, huh? I uh, I mean we just be comparing <laughs> dicks for the rest of the That's show. True. I just kept thinking of when Mister Peterman told Elaine, uh, "Sorry, you can't go see the African Bushman because you have menopause and maybe even osteoporosis." <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, even Jen and Tabby get the video where it's like somebody's like stabbing the posters. Uh, by the way, I, I'm going to butcher these names. I can already tell. Imogen is not a name that's like easy to repeat over and over again. So apologies in advance. Uh, but that's Karen's posters getting butchered. And the captain's like, Warren, you should have stayed off my ass. So like they've all gotten these videos. They all text each other immediately. So they all know that they've all gotten their videos. And I don't know about you, but I cannot buy that they're like, Yes, this is definitely Karen. Karen did this and not some weird fucking psychopath. Like, no. And like, even if you do think it's Karen, just go to the fucking principal. Like PLL definitely, OG PLL would definitely stretch, you know, believability times is why didn't you go to the cops here or there? But there was always a reason. There was always yeah. a reason to say, hey, they tried, they did it once and they got screwed. You know, here, there's no reason why they wouldn't go to the cops or, well, or at least the, the principal. You, you're well, the fucking principal sucks so hard, but like, don't make the principal the, the killer. That would be so dumb. But like, I've you, you have plenty of like mean girls that bother you throughout school. You would notice that they just leveled up to like cyber ninja supervillain. 
one day. Yeah, this is like, crazy shit. This is not Karen's MO. Yeah, killing rats. Like, you have video proof of somebody doing this. You can clear your names. Like, there is no reason. Like, they mentioned, like, oh, we can't go to the police because ACAB and, like, you know, her dad's a sheriff. It's like, okay, but you could go to the principal. You could at least do that. It, yeah. You know, like, like it's it's a you real hand parents. Yeah, You could tell Sharon Leal. You could go show your parents this. Like, it's a little too extreme and not enough has um has kind of put them in jeopardy yet so th- where they would be telling lies about stuff like this. And it's interesting again cuz the school has a lot of set dressing and 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 some of mini stuff, you know, about like Well, kind of like anti-bullying and anti-bullying. Kind of, yeah. There's a, there's a woke vibe. There's a pronoun mm-hmm. sheet, you know, there's a LGBTQ. It feels like something would happen if you took IA this to your group. principal. Yeah. But like Imogen says, Karen's insecure and toxic and not a good person. It's, I don't it's, know. Man. It's just a real hand wave. And it's like, show you needed to do a little bit better at this stage. And then Farron has to say, she's racist, homophobic, privilege. She's going to keep being all those things for the rest of high school. Well, because the show really wants to have its cake and eat it too. They're going to, they're going to do all that. And then they're going to like, completely kind of like retcon Karen's character to be like, Oh, actually she's really sympathetic. And it's like, ish, ish. but, but it's like, you're not making a character complex. You're making them inconsistent. Mm -hmm. You know, like they, they kind of do the same thing with Imogen where like Imogen, like her being someone who would like angrily protect like a drunken Karen from some guy filming her and Mm -hmm. kind of stick up for her. Even after Karen has like been totally horrible to her. Like that character doesn't line up with somebody who would then use that video to like right. take revenge on her. Like they're just not the same people. But, but they're also like wanting to have again their cake and eat it too. Cause PLL was not afraid to have our characters be bad people temporarily, you know? But, so, so when Karen is just like, you're not a good person, Imogen, it's like, I don't want Imogen to be necessarily a good person. I'm fine with her being a complex, I do, you know, I do bad person. They, times. they land with these characters in a different moral place than the, the liars. And we'll, we'll get to that as yeah. uh, we get to the video. Anyway, so Imogen and Tabby discuss it privately. How the fuck did they know each other? Honestly, to the point that you're taking in this orphan. How do you know? Even though person? they're like, she never knew their moms or friends or something. It's very strange. Yeah. 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 But so anyway, Tabby's going to do her thing with editing. And then I mean, I was in the game she's a film fucking nerd who has to spout a. She can't, she can't speak words that they're not film references. Mm-hmm. And then we're, it's a TV show. So we're not going to see the 12 hours she spends on Adobe premiere pro. It would not the take worst that long. Editing. I mean, well, you could have done that on your phone in like five minutes. I'm just going to say. Maybe, it may be, maybe she's editing a TikTok. Yeah. Anyway. So boom, title card Thursday, also October 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day, this is Kelly. Jordan right. peeled up a feature. Is this Kelly pretending to be Karen? Oh, it might be. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Wait, wait. I, Kelly's pretending to be Karen after the Jordan peeled up I wasn't feature, sure right? if this was actually Karen or not, I guess. I wrote down. I Karen, I, so here's what I wrote down. I wrote down that I honestly thought this was Kelly when she first walked in because of her demeanor. Mm-hmm. And over the course of this scene, I realized it was supposed to be Karen. But it's like the actress has lost the ability to differentiate between the two. Again, Orphan Black was only a few years ago. Masterclass. Okay, they're, they're calling her Karen in the scene. I think this is Kelly. And they don't realize it because later on, we're going to like go back to the the Beasley household. And it's as though Karen has been crying in bed all day. But, but, but. This is after that's after the Jordan Peele double feature. Okay, right. We're not there yet. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, we've got the Jordan Peele double feature. Yeah. So why would Kelly be doing this? Yeah. 
I mean, right. so here's my I, I have a, I have a big question about the ending for you about who's actually dead. Anyway, uh, so Mouse is excitedly putting out. They're all going to put out these flyers. They, the flyers get smaller. They're and like, smaller. we'll It'll just hand out these flyers, these like tickets to this screening, and like teens will definitely come because it's free. Like well, Mouse, like they don't have ex- anything better to do. Mouse is excitedly putting them out in her computer lab because yeah, those fucking geeks are social. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Noah's dumping a bunch in the library classroom. That's why Noah's my favorite character now. She just puts them on the desk, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like Noah the best right now. Um, she's talking to her boyfriend. He's like, I got to get off this thread, man. Which I, I don't know. I find that hilarious. Um, so he, she can't go to the dance, and she's bummed, and she wants him to go because he's like a football player, so it's important that he like oh, God, her reasoning or whatever. Is, her reasoning is the fucking worst. I like how he says, is this a test? She uh, she wants him to go because he's on the football team. Mm-hmm. Thus, he's like the guest of honor at a dance. Mm-hmm. Gross. I mean, if it was like homecoming or something, maybe you know. And why isn't it homecoming? Like, what the fuck is? Shouldn't it be homecoming? Week? Yeah. Yes. Well, because then you would have to presumably do a homecoming. Homecoming usually in I October. I don't know if you have to have a homecoming king, but like you could have two homecoming queens. Don't, mm-hmm. Isn't there like isn't a twosome? I mean, I, our school had like the king and queen, but then there were like princes for the lower grades and princesses. So, no, yeah. really, yeah, the whole homecoming royalty. Yeah. Um. So. So, anyways, anyway, Tabby Tabby has done the editing, and she's gonna make Chip like be the the bad guy who like airs the video. I actually wrote Greg here. God damn it, these names are interchangeable. Um, he's like, where did you get the raw footage? <sighs> and and oh, we, I think I think we mentioned that like mouse is like really driving hard on like we have to do this because this person killed a rat and like there's nothing more horrible in the world than animal torture which like it's a fucking rodent man i don't know it's it's not something a sane and a well-adjusted person would do i'll give you that but let's 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 fucking relax also if mouse who has categorically less lines than any of the other characters and thus less of a character like this is now your defining trait. She's really likes animals, I guess. Yeah. Um, also, in this scene, Chip is wearing a Pulp Fiction T-shirt. Tabby is wearing a necklace with a tooth on it. Yeah, it's um, it's something. Oh, and she makes the 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 lamest, fastest Science of the Lambs reference with quid pro quo, Doctor Lecter. Yeah, it's just. Uh, so, anyways, we're at the Orpheum, which is a tiny ass like theater that looks like it has like a single screen. Um, I don't know how oh, NYU oh. guy is making a buck off this place. No, no, he's not. But you, you asked about uh, what's Chip's motivation. Mm-hmm. Chip is going to project this video before the Jordan Peele double feature quid pro quo that, that he'll get to go to the dance with Tabby. Right. Yeah. I mean, have I ever done anything as crazy to potentially get laid? Sure. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've so, all been there. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're at the theater. They're all going to go in there. We kind of like get these pointed shots of uh, of Chip, the uh, the NYU guy here, where he's like, he's not going to go in and watch. And then we kind of follow the girls inside and they sit down and then we go behind the screen and there's like Leatherface A, like staring in through a hole in the screen. First of all, why would this person be doing this right in this full costume? Because they don't do anything here. No, they just no. they, this. We get one shot of them here and then. They seemingly left. And the way it's cut, this could be Chip, the NYU movie theater guy, because it's like we saw him 
you know, watch them go in and then we cut behind the screen and then we see this, this Leatherface A and we go back to him later and he's back out front, but it's like, okay, he could have just gone back there and like put a mask on for no reason other than that he knew he was being filmed in a TV also, show. Also, it's shot to clearly evoke Norman Bates watching Marion in the shower. <sighs> Get it, guys? It's another horror movie reference. Sorry, Referencing just, good movies is the same thing as being good yourself. Can we just, again, circle back to the fact that Four of the five mothers from the 1999 flashback all had daughters exactly six years later or five years later. What the hell? Anyway, is Mouse supposed to be younger or something? Mouse is supposed to be 30. I don't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but isn't isn't one of them like not the same grade? I don't know. They they're being very vague about that, probably on purpose. That would be that would be very weird. I think if they weren't all the same grade. Anyway, so Tabby, oh, we, we get a hold has, on to your butts from Tabby. Also, prior to that, though, Tabby has the one line that is not a disgusting movie reference when they're talking about how Karen is sitting in the theater dead center. And Tabby's like, well, it just proves my theory. No one loves free shit more than rich people. And it's like, okay, be that character. These characters are all uh, socialists, obviously, you know. Yeah. Anarcho-communists. All right. So... Chip gets a thumbs up, so he plays this thing. It starts out like a like a vote for Karen, like campaign video type thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Vote for her for uh, Spirit Queen, and Karen is just like, "Well, this is weird." <laughs> like he's watching yeah. it, and then it does the like record scratch, like video cut to the drunk Karen from the night of that party dancing around and being like, "I'm hot, right?" Like super fucking hot, and like the guy filming it's like, "Show me how fucking hot you are," and it's like, I don't know this this whole video. This would definitely be embarrassing for Karen. I'm sure Karen would not want this video played. I feel like it's more embarrassing for her boyfriend, Chip. Because it, it goes off that he's a little dick and he can barely fuck her. Yeah, he couldn't last. He's got a little pencil dick. He couldn't even last 15 seconds. Couldn't fuck me properly. Like that guy is moving across country and he's, he's, he's pulling a full Michael Clayton, throwing his wallet and his keys and his phone into a fire and like living another life in Mexico. After well, there's, this there's, you can't there's even all- show your face at school after this. There's, I mean, honestly, rewrite the ending of the first episode and have Imogen stare into the camera and say, let's kill Chip's dick. <laughs> um, yeah, like, honestly, I feel like Karen gets maybe a little bit of a girl power vote from this. And if I'm a guy watching this, I'm like, hey, Karen's kind of cool. Like, I don't yeah. know if I would take advantage of her while she's drinking. The, she's kind of fucking hot and awesome. These days, too, I feel like there'd be a whole, like, slut-shaming narrative. You yeah. know, like, like people like, how dare you attack Karen? And like, you know, she was only being like a, you know, an honest person in that video. Like the person who played that video is a real villain. I don't know. But, also, I'm pretty sure I could get my phone out and film a good chunk of this before it ends. Yeah. I mean, it's, it goes on for about a minute. So it's, you, it's not that fast. Mm-hmm. So anyways, Karen eventually is like horrified by this. She runs out. The camera does a whole thing where it like turns upside down in the hallway as she's running away to wow. i don't know it's supposed to be like a, a weird horror movie i guess the, the, okay. the visual choices made in this show are baffling to me i i know what they think they're going for but they're not getting there at all no uh the direction is i'm sorry because i know i know real human beings made this and this is their art but like some of it the choices are just fucking baffling you, you just oh. have to pick one aesthetic and go for it you can't and just, just go for it you can't just be like i'm gonna like try to pull out every like horror movie trope from the bag and like just deploy it willy nilly and be like, well, it's, it's fine because we're referencing. It's yeah. It's, 
your TV show shouldn't be a blunder that you put in every mm-hmm. disparate ingredient. Okay, the guy, it's not just that he looks like Sasha Baron Cohen. It's like if Sasha Baron Cohen had a Noel Kahn haircut. Who? Chip? Yeah, ch- theater chip. Theater chip. As well, opposed no, to, yeah. to Karen Chip, Noah Chip, mm-hmm. or, or yeah, the other so, chip. So when, when Karen runs out, uh, theater chip is there eating some popcorn at the counter. So it's like, oh, it couldn't have been him backstage, could it? Come on, guys. We know these tricks. I was shocked that we actually heard the music from the beginning of Get Out. To be, to be, I just, they, they paid money to show like the beginning yeah. of Get Out on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, like it, you can't just go show Get Out and Us at your theater. You have to like get clearances for that and like yeah. pay money. Like, yeah. And well, they're doing this for free. In this theater, you are not making more money off of the concessions to justify if, this. If there's one thing that's a huge money maker, it's counting on shit ass teenagers to to pay for stuff. Okay, so like my question is who's doing something more extreme to potentially get laid? Shitty high school film class chip or theater manager chip? Yeah, come on, chip. Because he's really he's like, this what? actually cost me thirty thousand dollars, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to play devil's actor for certain people. I don't want to get in the head of predators and groomers, but like, what is this guy's end game? I mean, he's probably working with Tabby the whole time anyway, you know? I Maybe because they play her cards so goddamn close to the vest. Like, is she into it? Is she appalled? Is she just like oblivious to male attention to her? Yeah. So anyways, after the screening, the, uh, the centers are all outside. And I think this is a Raymond Jean's like, I don't know. Was that maybe kind of fucked up? Um, which I would say yes, because I think the difference between what the liars did with say like the Jenna thing and this is that like, that was kind of like a series of, of incidents that escalated to a place they didn't intend them to go with horrible consequences that they then felt extremely guilty about. It wasn't like, it wasn't like they thought, Hey, should we blind Jenna Marshall? Let's sleep on it for a night. Yeah. And then you're like, you know what? Fuck Jenna. Yeah, let's go blind her. Like, it, you know, they didn't know that was going to happen. It was just like a spur of the moment. Hey, let's go throw a firecracker at Toby because he's been peeping Tom on us. And then, oh, shit, we accidentally injured someone. We feel bad about it. But, but Allie but, convinced us to lie. And now we're in even deeper. Am I wrong? It's not even as a firecracker. It's supposed to be a smoke bomb, right? Or smoke bomb. Yeah, whatever. Which which I, I feel like is a nitpick, but it's also kind of a not so fine line. Yeah, but it's it's not the same as saying we're going to sleep on a whole night, this horrible thing we've been debating doing to somebody, and then we're going to do it anyway. And then right yeah. afterwards, you're going to be like, hmm, was that right? I don't know. But again, so like it's so, a different moral calculus, I feel like. Well, and so so Mouse is like, not as bad as torturing and killing an animal, because that's my character right now. <laughs> and then Farron says, not as bad as making it look like someone put razor blades in their shoes. And then Tabby, who again, when she's not just a mouthpiece for film references, like a robot... She's like the most couched in this kind of modern dialogue or this modern worldview that we're trying, where we're trying to act right and do the right things for once. Dare mm-hmm. I say, be woke. She's like, well, we held up a mirror to her and everyone saw who she really is. Yeah, and they I didn't do down, anything wrong. They just held up a mirror. I was like, Tabby, are you a little bit deranged? <laughs> you didn't hold up a mirror to her. You took a video of her that was shot, you know, without her consent seemingly and showed it to you. She's drunk. People. Yeah. And so that is without her consent. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Karen will say later, you had that video. You did the right thing and you confiscated the phone from that guy. And then you sat on that video knowing you were going to use it. It yeah. was your kryptonite bullet that you waited to load into a gun. 
Briefly, uh, Karen, I think it's Farron mentions that Karen's dad, she calls him a Nazi. And that reminded me of the other thing from the pilot that I forgot about. Another hilarious moment at the, uh, the dinner scene with mm-hmm. the sheriff where he's talking to Farron or he's talking to Karen about how she needs to be the best. And he says, you know why, you know, I'm, you know, so successful. It's because I'm the best at what I do, which is like, it just immediately made me think of Wolverine because that's what Wolverine says in the comics all the time. And yeah, it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. That's what I do, bub. And then but what Wolverine they do is Spencer never settle. Yeah. Tell them the fuck off. So Noah's got to go because of curfew. She takes Mouse and Farron with okay, her. Okay, okay. Hold on. It is I nighttime. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's past curfew. It, how, how, how? She's like got to like do a whole thing to get out of the, the ankle bracelet for the dance. But how late is it right now? I just also want to say that I presume that the three characters get in a car and they, um, with no emotion in their face, just drive home in silence. Because they're like, if Imogen and Tabby aren't around, we are not characters. We are NPCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tabby declares Karen shook, which is what they wanted. Yeah. So Tabby goes back inside. There's Borat and Chip. Uh, Chip's in trouble for showing the video for the movies. Oh, the guy's name is Wes. God damn it, I wrote it down. <laughs> Their names are all Chip. Okay. Chip, Chip is lecturing sorry. Chip. Uh, it's really not cool you do this. But then what? And then Tabby's just like, Chip, it's not Chip's fault. It's mine. I put Chip up to it. Also, uh, take a shot. Weird, unnecessary Dutch angle. Yeah. And so he's like, Chip is like, all right, Chip, get out of here. Go home. I need to talk to Tabby alone. And then I'll drive her home because I'm weird. Okay, honestly, I don't ever want to break this veil. You know I don't. I don't ever want to break this glass. You know what this show is? Hmm. This show is like if that other podcast mm. had an antimatter universe in which their version of PLL was yeah. PLL. Because mm-hmm. you remember their fucking obsession with like, oh, we're real film experts. We, we recognize Dutch angles. Yeah. This show is fucking drunk on goddamn well, Knowing Dutch that angles. it's called a Dutch angle is basically like that means you have a film degree. I uh, mean, honestly, this show might as well be called Bizarro PLL because the evil PLL podcast run by. Yeah. Anyways, Chip is just like world. Tabby, like, you know, that could have you could have gotten us in serious trouble. And she's like, oh, please don't fire me, Chip. And I really love working here. And or we know. start to get like, is there a real human being here? Because she's like, this is the one place in this shitty town other than my house where I feel at home sure it's like okay are you a character that can only relate to tv it's not like we've really seen her feel ill at place and or ill at ease and out of place and and other scenes but sure we'll go with that you know also we're never going to do hastings dinner theater for this show but Mm. i wrote down these two lines of dialogue tabby says i am truly beyond sorry (laughs) and he responds immediately with i can tell you are this is your one fuck up like forgiven Mm -hmm. forgiven now let me drive you home. Yeah, clean up and I'll give you a ride home. Mm-hmm. And she makes a face like she's not stupid. She's she's awake. She's breathing oxygen. She's aware of something here. All right. So Mouse is at home scrolling Instagram, seeing everybody like take a dump on Karen. I don't know. They're all like, "Aha! You've been exposed, Karen." Like I don't know. I don't. Karen's. I don't think they Karen's- knew what to put in the video that would like. Walk this fine line of being both like embarrassing to Karen, but also maybe messed up to actually post to somebody, but not too sexual, but but would make other people hate Karen. You know, it's like I don't, I just don't think they there's such a video that could exist. That's why, that's why they put that writer's debate in that scene with the five sinners earlier. 
Mm-hmm. Karen's bio is Karen loves Greg, Millwood class of 24, be messy and complicated and afraid to show up and show up anyways, Glennon Doyle. And then she puts her fucking pronouns. Yeah, like, well, even Karen is woke enough. She, her, hers. Well, the, the, some of the comments are like, oh, we see who you really are or whatever. But like, doesn't everybody know that Karen's a massive bitch? Like, have they not met her? It seems like yeah. 30 people go to that high school. I feel like they know who Karen is. You know? Well, it's like you finally got the starting pistol so you can all like finally mm-hmm. say something to her online. Like somebody called Lynn Sanity posted namaste, sloppy bitch. <laughs> Someone posted move out of state and cringe magnet. And then someone posted, Daddy can't save you from this one. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, flashback with Imogen. She's up at night. She's feeling bad. She flashes back to like this conversation with her mom or her mom. She's like getting off the phone with Karen. Her mom's just like, hey, I don't want you hanging out with that chick. Um, you know, she's a bad person. She's a mean girl. Uh, you can't ever be those things. You understand? Basically, like you can't you can't be mean because I did once and it, a girl killed herself is like the subtext there. But she's not okay. actually saying it. You can get shitty with the set decoration in this scene because it's a flashback slash, you know, like barely remembered memory. Mm-hmm. The other scenes with the with the sinners and their mothers, the set decoration is fucking sloppy and it's their real homes. Also, there's a cutout on the wall of their kitchen that says family. In case you anyone forgot, this is where their family eats. Yes. Yeah. I was I was reading something in a review where they're like this whole like timeless like aesthetic that Riverdale guy likes to go for. It's like it sort of fits Riverdale because Riverdale is such like a hokey old, yeah. you know, concept. But like you've, you've clearly said this is 2022. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it doesn't quite fit the same way. You're using cell phones. Mm-hmm. Also, you're going to go meet Karen at the mall before it closes as if this shithole town has a mall. Yeah, really. Give me a fuck. I mean, this is like uh, what's his name from Roadhouse being like, I brought JC Penny. Anyway, present day. Karen goes or Imogen goes to meet Karen in the cemetery. This is like their place they meet. The Buffy Cemetery. Yeah. Just so Karen can be like, it was you, wasn't it? I, I knew it's you because you showed up. And, and she has a conversation you mentioned where it's like, what kind of horrible person you are to like save that video, um, you know, just so you could screw me up with it later. And I think we get the we get the flashback, right? To like how, how she came to have this video is she's she's come back to the party after she got called a slut and told to fuck off. Uh, Imogen has and she forgot her sweater she sees this Tyler dude it's it's the guy from the beginning of the episode in the the sea green and purple shirt like filming her and she just like runs in there just like ready to full-on like body block this person um and it's just like you fucking piece of shit like get away from her I'm like grabbing your phone like how dare you record her and Karen is just like annoyed at it she's like what the fuck like get out of my face you know like I'm having fun but Imogen won't hear it she's protecting Karen even though Karen hates her now and yeah. so uh, uh, th- like that character exists the one who's that ride or die for her friend and like that willing to protect somebody from this sort of embarrassment and she takes the phone and yet she's also the same person who will use it later seemingly like and then regret it immediately it just it doesn't add up i'm not like wow imogen's complex i'm just like it doesn't make sense that it, the imogen you've established would do this or that if you established that she would do this she wouldn't have acted like this in the past you know like you got to pick one and and they're vague in this kind of terrible way. Here's another milestone in the in the what's going on with Kelly because mm-hmm. she's just like she's like oh you know after that moment I handed you over to Kelly to make sure you were safe. I'm like okay you're really setting up Kelly. Mm-hmm. But then we find out way. that earlier that night Karen lost her virginity to Greg and it was horrible. And then mm-hmm. the next thing she heard like even her best friend was making out with her boyfriend. 
Um, and so like, that's, that's where her headspace was. That's why she was like lashed out so violently or whatever. You, you, you have every right to be upset with your best friend. You should also be massively upset with Greg for a lot of reasons. Yeah, why are you still dating that guy? Seriously. He's, I mean, What's in it for you? <laughs> are you just dating him for the hair? Like, yeah. um, yeah. So again, it's telling that you kept this video and you never deleted it. You know, you're not a good person, Imogen. Well, and Imogen's uh, just like, what about you mutilating a rat or putting razor blades in shoes? And Karen's like, I clearly have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. So Imogen's like, well, we're not going to have an honest conversation. I'm going to go. And Karen's like, fine, get the fuck out of here. You know, get the fuck out of my face. You goddamn bitch. She calls her. And then, of course, Leatherface is over there watching from some tombstones. Mm-hmm. Sure. Boom, not doing anything. If this no. was a horror movie, he'd go kill her. You know, yeah. like I've seen a horror movie in my day. Like the 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 slasher villain slashes. He doesn't just watch. You could get away with this, perhaps, if it was a person in a black hoodie. Mm-hmm. Or just a living shadow. And the, the the key thing about the black hoodie is that it's it's functional in public. No one's yes. probably gonna think twice about you could just, you know, drop the hood real quick if you need to and it's not like you're not like having to take off this whole weird mask and like hide it. The show literally has, I'm sorry, spoiler, literally has a guy run into this character mm-hmm. at the end of the episode and be like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. You stand out, you freak. Yeah. Anyway, boom, title, big title card Friday. Ugh. Yeah. And Imogen's um, talking to Tabby on the way to school and she's like, well, I guess I kind of feel bad. And they're like, hey, say it with me. Karen Beasley's a sociopath. Nothing we did was wrong. Unnecessary Dutch angle. Also, Tappy is wearing a t-shirt for the 1981's Athens Film Fest. Because mm-hmm. she's sure. such a film nerd. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Image that says Karen denied doing all these things. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Ballerina. Oh, no, Cemetery. Cemetery was kind of their thing. It was I'm sorry. Like, please, please elaborate. Mm-hmm. You Did can't just you say guy... that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're weird goth chicks, you have to, like, establish it. Did you guys kiss there once? Because mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Um, so cut to ballet class. There's no black swan because whatever, whoever the black swan is. It was Karen now and she's injured, I guess. And so Farron, who's now in ballerina outfit and a completely different person, is like, I can dance apart, Madame Jiri. And Madame Jiri's like, that would be a waste of my time, you bitch. Basically. I'm Um, sorry, like, I know Farron will name check it as her favorite movie, which is goddamn bizarre. But this is not Suspiria. Like, I don't have room for the creepy Madame Jiri show. So Farron and, and her chip are walking through the halls after class. When is this ballet class and how long is it? I would like to know this student school of like 30 people that has a whole ballet class. But anyways, Henry, I think is kind of like, Hey, do you want to go to this dance thing? Would you like to go to the dance? Yeah. Thing? She's like, Oh, I haven't given much thought. And he's like, well, I'm going, so you should too. And so it's like, I don't, is she swab, into like this guy? Craig. Yeah. I mean, honestly, this guy, this actor, would have come off so much better to me if they played him like he was like a Russian prince exchange student. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if he had like a weird accent with that weird voice mm-hmm. and he's just like, I don't understand your weird American customs of sexy woman. I don't, I don't know. I can't do, don't do that, that voice. voice. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, principal Clanton's office who like very suspiciously has like a fucking Phantom of the Opera poster and like a Sweeney Todd. Todd poster. I think there's like playbooks on one of his bookshelves in the first episode too. It's just kind of feels like red herring-ish to me. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but he is in theory, if it's like an older person, he would fit the bill, you know? So, so quote unquote, Karen, who's actually Kelly. In. Yeah. He gets it wrong. He's like, Kelly. And she's like, no, Karen, you know? Um, 
And also, the fact that Imogen couldn't tell at one point. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's the kind of shit that if you've been friends with twins for a while, mm-hmm. you can pick up on what that stuff think? for the most what part. Think? Well, in real life, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Karen, quote unquote, Karen, who's actually Kelly, uh, says she doesn't want to be spirit queen. She's confessing that she did. She destroyed those posters uh, and, and she's jealous and she felt threatened. And she's so sorry. And he's like, well, that's quite an admission, Karen. She's like, I know I'm ready for punishment. You know, I truly believe in my heart and hearts that Imogen deserves to be spirit queen. This whole like weird running unopposed thing. Like, don't people still have to vote, though? Like, couldn't they write in somebody else? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, then we cut back. I don't know what the fuck Spirit Queen is. So. Cut back to the Beasley household. The twins have, like, they, they share a bedroom. They have uh, twin beds. Uh, like, you know, like a dorm room or something. Karen is, like, looking at Instagram on her phone and crying. And Kelly's like, don't read the comments. Like, hey, I have, like, a revenge plan. Yeah, I, 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 you know, how I went to school and posed as you, which is like, this is something you do regularly for fun. Mm-hmm. I guess if I was twins, I would do that too, but whatever. And so Kelly is just like, we just need to like have Imogen go to the dance and, you know, then we're going to do some shit where no one's going to be talking about that stupid video come Monday. And she says, those bitches like movies. Well, let's give Imogen a starring role in one. I'm and then thinking they, we they, go to a class. No, no, no. Let's give her a starring role in one. She pauses and you should have cut the scene there. But they have yeah. no faith that their audience knows what movies are referencing. So then she has to say, I'm thinking we're going to go with a classic. And they kind of cut the scene there, too. But no, they have to say Carrie. Carrie. It's got to be Carrie, you fucking morons. We're referencing Carrie. Well, why didn't you have Tabby jump through the goddamn yeah. window and be like, <laughs> like the only, I, yeah. only I give the film references. Mm-hmm. Uh... Anyways, Imogen at school gets called to the principal's office. I guess this is a thing you do at school where you get called to the principal's office to be informed that uh, you're going to be winning Spirit Queen on, because Karen dropped out. On a loudspeaker like mm-hmm. this? No. And, and no. There's, this, there's this weird thing playing in the episode. I was talking to a friend about Crystal about this where like it's treated as some sort of like um, like this like special protected class that she's pregnant. Like, hey, this is going to be a big thing for like pregnant girls everywhere or something that a pregnant girl is going to be spirit queen. It's like, this isn't exactly like, Oh, we had our first Latino woman, a spirit queen or something. You know, it's like, like you're pregnant, big fucking deal. Well, she, she's in a new class uh, here in Gilead called pregnant American. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So anyway, and then he says like, Oh, your, your congratulations. Like mother, like daughter is my understanding. And that like, triggers Imogen and she goes out in the hallway and there's this it seems like kind of bizarre where it's like it's as though they needed a scene where the the sinners go into the bathroom to like strategize about this new news that's come to light I was like can we, can we, can we just go back to the uh, well Imogen that's the only other student who gave a shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, you're spirit queen now yeah that's how low the stakes are at this fucking school yeah but they had to have they, their they fucking want the bathroom moment. scene even though it doesn't really like Imogen's like all over the place in the scene I'm like what is your motivation and why are you acting like this like why are they all waiting outside and she's like like oh Karen dropped out of the race I'm gonna be spirit queen and they're like oh girl we're totally here for you it's like why 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 would anyone care like why is this this emotional moment where she needs to be comforted because well, she's like, gonna be spirit queen if you're gonna make if you're gonna pick up on some of the threads that you've developed for Farron which are not great threads you would have her be like whoa 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 I was anti-Karen. No offense. I'm not exactly pro-Imogen. 
Good she for says, you. I'm out. She Imogen says, I am going to be spirit queen. And then Tavi says, hey, Imogen, talk to us. We got you. Why would you react in that way? Well, Tavi would be the only one because the others don't know her. But also, and when she's like, you guys, you guys, bathroom now. Like, we have to go in there and, and cry. Well, the, the, but even worse than that is they were like, we heard you get called on the loudspeaker, which is like why they did it. So the, mm-hmm. the five of us in different classes here, and we just assembled to be here for you. You don't know her. You're not going to be there for her. You're, you, I mean, if anything, you're just like, hey, do we get do we get busted? You know, like that's all you're really there for. But but yeah. So when she tells the four of them, because I have to contractually now cite all these sins, like like because I'm movie sins guy apparently, and she's just like, oh, Karen dropped out. She took responsibility for the posters. Tabby's like female Patrick Bateman, girl power. Yeah, Imogen is just like he said, like mother, like daughter, but I am nothing like my mom. She would never have done what I did. And it's like, well, neither would the rest of your character, except the the part of your character who did because it was in the script. Uh, we made Loser's pact, Club like the Losers Club. Yeah, it's like my mom would have taken a hammer to the phone and not kept it for months. It's like, okay, oh. so why did you? Oh, picking up again on this this other this sub Tabby thread when Imogen says Karen is right, I am a terrible person, and Tabby says, "Don't let her gaslight you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not. You can person. be a terrible person. That's not so terrible. Yeah. Farron is just like, yeah, terrible person's Karen. I don't really give a shit. Why am I here? You know? Oh, so Noah, my beloved Noah, was just like, I think it's badass that Imogen's going to be the Millwood High's first pregnant spirit the queen. first pregnant spirit She's, queen. She says, that's like meaningful. meaningful. No, it's not. <laughs> it seriously isn't. I am pretty sure one of the homecoming princesses at our school had a kid. And it, like nobody was like, wow. Wow, representation for pregnant girls. I remember that a there was a young couple that got pregnant. Mm-hmm. They did an article about them in our school newspaper, and the focus of the article was what a fucking hero the guy was because <laughs> he was going to stand by the girl and like be a good guy as a tenth grader yeah. and help her raise this kid. And it's like that's that's the fucking bare minimum. Yeah. Uh, so we get to you don't Moonlight. have to keep that kid. Moonlight yeah. preferences, some perks of being a wallflower references. Oh, sorry. Uh, and then I... Imogen's like, what if we went together, you know, as if we were like friends and so we could have a fun montage. Also, the WB, like, uh, could you not make references to that menace, Ezra Miller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think this is this where we, they all, you know, agree to go to the dance, except for Noah. She can't. Oh, somebody, somebody, Mouse says that she's never been to a dance, you know, in real life. And I wanted, like, Farron to be like, oh, shit, I forgot you were here. <laughs> Do you go to a dance in, like, second life? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? You know? Also, Did Mouse, one of your Sims go to a dance? Also, Mouse, you haven't had a line of dialogue in 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Except to complain about the rat. Uh, yeah. so anyway, Noah can't go because she's got curfew, which allows her to go to movie screenings, but not to dances. Um, yeah. And so she's at her uh, like community service trash picking up thing. The evil sheriff sends everyone else out to oh, do that. Oh, their... oh, oh. I'm sorry. Farron says that Swan Lake guy is actually straight, or she thinks he's actually straight. Mm-hmm. And Tabby makes a ladybird reference. Yeah. Got to get them all. So mm-hmm. sheriff tells Noah to hang back after he signs everyone. Um, Why Eric is the Johnson... sheriff supervising this? Why Eric... is the sheriff supervising this? Eric Johnson is in a different show than everyone else, or at least he believes he's in a different show, and I'm kind of enjoying it. Yeah. He's like so like he's just really getting into his character and like you know how he can like make a meal out of all his lines of dialogue. And he's like, you know what I like about you, Olivar? You made a mistake, you did your time. 
Now you turn your life around. Another thing I like about you is you know how to keep your mouth shut. Don't you? And so anyways, he's like, that's good that you kept your mouth shut. You know, it's a valuable skill. Like you'll go far. So I'm feeling benevolent. What do you want to do today? Pick up trash or do some priming? She's like, oh, priming. And then she's like, hey, wait a minute. I've got leverage on this guy. Hey, Sheriff Beasley, ask a favor. It's not for me. It's for my boyfriend, Sean. So cut to her like running. <laughs> my boyfriend, Sean, really wants to fuck his girlfriend in the spirit dance. <laughs> so I guess the, the community service is over. She's running to uh, Chip in the car here where he's picking her up. She kisses him. She's like, I've got great news that, you know, Sharp Beasley gave me permission to go to the dance. I can take this uh, ankle thing off. I really wanted him to be like, you couldn't ask him. I got like five parking tickets I could really do without right now. Like you couldn't ask for that instead. But no. I feel like Eric Johnson is so method that he's just like wearing a diaper full of shit for every <laughs> scene of his character. Yeah. So they can all go to the dance now. So Saturday night of the dance, black pink oh. montage. Um, it's all the girls are giggling. They're running into the bathroom together to do each other's makeup. Oh, and dance oh Tabby and Knox and Tabby Knox image and Sora, the other four sinners, because they're her glam squad. Okay. Oh, you have not the, earned uh, this show. You have not earned this. No, no, this scene is a this lie. Is the second this, episode of the show. This scene is a fucking lie. Well, at least PLL had the decency to be like, it was tenuous. We we're only connected through Allison, but the four of us knew each other prior. Oh, they were they were previously friends. Even if yeah. Allison connected them all, it's not like yeah. they were strangers, you know. Well, at least yeah, at least they had spent some time together. Uh, when they showed all the extra upcoming scenes after the the during mm-hmm. the panel after the the this premiere, was one of them, yeah. You and I were like dreading the context of this the shoes montage. Yeah, there's like this weird thing where they're all like jumping with their shoes, and like the camera kind of shakes when they do it, and they're dancing around. It's like it's clear that they just they had this on their whiteboard. We want the fun scene where all the girls dance around and do each other's makeup and get ready for a dance. It's going to be total like girl power. Like everyone will love it. And they were like, we haven't really done the work to like establish this. We're just going to do it anyway. And fuck it. Well, that's, like, that's how Riverdale guy operates. They're like, well, visually I had an idea for my, like would have been Netflix movie that they're never going to pick mm-hmm. up where I'm doing this weird stomp shoe thing. And then for character development, we're all going to list our fucking bananas dance movies our favorite bananas mm-hmm. dance movies mm-hmm. which is suspiria shocking no one tabby says i don't think these other people know who's what suspiria is yeah uh farron is center stage imogen is dirty dancing noah's the step up franchise and mouse is west side story and noah's just like oh no no i like that too because i wanted to be maria so i could fuck tony great so like, what is this scene <laughs> The, the glam squad arrives at the school dance, which is like covered in mist and fog and like, give it a rest, guys. Well, um, and, 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 and Imogen's just like, guys, the first thing I'm going to do is find Karen and apologize and give her the crown like it's the end of Mean Girls. And Tabby's like, that sounds like an excellent plan and we're going to help you. Who are you? Shall we, shall we talk dresses briefly? Yes, please. I feel like it's our thing or whatever. Noah, saucy red dress, short hemline. Work on it. Tabby, some sort of like glam tux with like sparkly black shorts. Um, shorts, yeah. Just, this, this is this is, this, uh, this is extreme. I'm bisexual or a lesbian outfit. Uh, I feel like Emily Fields would have drowned a girl in a pool to get this outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tabby, or not? I'm sorry, not Tabby. Imogen. It's kind of like I mean, it's like you know, it's a maternity dress in some ways. So there's only so much they can do. But it's like kind of black upper top but then the rest of it's kind of a yellow it's like a little bit allison i guess 
Um, Farron is, it's kind of like this like gauzy kind of like wrapped over one shoulder and around her neck thing. It's kind of like loose and flowing. And then mouse is it's, this one's pretty awful. It's like this light blue dress with like green fringe at the bottom. And, um, it almost looks like she's wearing the dress over a t-shirt, like a white t-shirt. It's pretty brutal. Uh, I think, I think, uh, Noah definitely wins this one. Oh, always. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tabby, Tabby, I mean, actually runner up is Tabby because again, mm-hmm. she's four miles of legs before you ever get to her torso or her head. I mean, with then, Caesar, he's gotta be like, Oh, I'm definitely not getting laid tonight or yeah. ever by you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you do not see me as a human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tabby has maybe the worst and unearned pop culture reference. Uh, which is fan what? out my ex women and oh, stay in touch. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I mean, it's not even a reference, really. <laughs> no, not really. Not yeah. really. Um, yeah, so Imogen goes up to Karen slash Kelly. It's Kelly. She wants to apologize to Karen. Kelly, Kelly kind of seems genuine. Can't wait to see up on that stage. Well, it's, it's, act- it's all very backhanded. Like, you know, nobody ever wins against her. I'm impressed. I can't wait to see you on that stage. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't tell until the end because she's not playing with a lot of nuance that it's supposed to be duplicitous. But like really they're relying on this Brian De Palma music swell. Okay, I have to ask you, it's been a very, very long time since I saw Carrie. They're doing some stuff here with a lot of weird um slow-mo and just like these like goofy shots of them making faces and like pouring paint. Is this are are these like direct visual references to uh I Carrie believe so. Or, okay. I believe so. Because I mean, Carrie starts off in the girl shower with like extreme slow mo. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's definitely like you know that and the split diopter is two biggest scalpels. Yeah. So we we cut to them looking extremely goofy and weird. They're just like making some faces here as they like fill. It's not even blood. It's just red paint. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Get some fucking cow's blood. This is not. Also, can we talk about this? Is not going to make people forget the video, and it's not going to make Imogen look that bad. No. No. It's really not. It's going to make people feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. The same way that the the Karen video is only going to improve her stock. <laughs> yeah. So Farron's chip shows up and he's dressed like he's like a 70s like lounge dancer or whatever, you know, and he does a little spin around. He's like, oh, I was hoping you'd show. And she's just kind of like not paying attention to him. He's like, oh, yeah, looking for someone else. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm looking for Karen, if you can believe it. Yeah. And, uh, and then our boy, Greg. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the, this is Karen's chip. Uh, yeah. He's just doing a whole biff from Back to the Future. Like, not only is he pouring the uh, the flask into the punch bowl, which like they don't have punch bowls at dances for just this reason, but yeah. he's like lapping it up like a dog as he pours it. He's like he's really going for it. I don't know how this guy's so happy. The whole school just found out you have a small dick that doesn't work. He is. It's 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 the dog thing is telling. I don't think that's what he's going for. It's it's a mixed metaphor because he's tonguing it like it's a clitoris, but like I'm sorry, buddy, is this a clitoris that's being? I don't peed think on? he's tonguing it like a clitoris. I don't think he knows what a clitoris is. No, apparently not. Yeah, apparently not. Yeah, apparently. But also, wouldn't you, for narrative economy? I mean, I know this guy's a douchebag, but like, wouldn't you have this guy be friends with Noah's? Boyfriend? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that be just? It would. It would make sense. Like they're all on the football team or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Ash shows up and says hi to Mouse. He's like, oh, you seem a little nervous. You want to get high? And like, I immediately start to distrust this guy. I'm like, mm. I don't know. Like, like yeah. marijuana vape pen, dude. Like, you're you're on my suspect list now. Yeah, so they're outside vaping under the statue they, of a... They do a little 
Emily Fields, like, oh, of course I smoked pot before. Cough, cough, haha. Okay, you caught me. Yeah. So she's reveals that her her real name is Minnie. Her moms always call her Mouse because they were Disney obsessives. They want to keep her a little girl forever. Childhood drama. Too tragic to get into tonight. Is it because she's actually thirty? <laughs> In uh, which case, it seems a little inappropriate what you're doing with this dude. Uh, seriously, this is a this is a reverse big. Yeah. So Tabby's chip shows up. And she's like, hey, sorry, I know I was supposed to meet you. I totally ghosted you. Like, we had this plan to meet at the punch bowl. She doesn't say that. Yeah. (laughs) No, he's just (laughs) like, hey, I thought we were going to meet the punch bowl. And she's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Looking for Karen so we can apologize for that crazy video. Do you want to help me? He's like, he's like, what the fuck, man? I almost yeah. lost my job trying to prove something to you yeah. by splicing. Goddamn whiplash here. Cut to yeah. Noah and her chip. They've exited the dance. They're running down this abandoned school hallway uh, to go uh, fucking somebody's room. Uh, is this like I just kept wondering, like, I don't think this is their first time. It seems like they've been they've been knocking some boots already. Is this like she's like, oh, I know my man has always had this fantasy of like getting laid in a classroom is, at school or something you could you could retcon that later but i'm sorry mm. this is play like this is their first time is it i guess i didn't read that way I and, suppose and, it could and be. the and the visual language they're going for but also the fucking like you've been a great boyfriend you've been loving understanding respectful and now i'm gonna like essentially reward you with my body mm-hmm. whatever this is yeah i mean you know it's a show shot for girls because he like takes his whole full shirt off and she's still wearing all the clothes but whatever well they they and they cut like i think he's about to like go down on her she's about to push his head down and then they cut away to like leatherface walking into the dance yeah like, leatherface. why don't you why don't you have leatherface in the corner just watching and <laughs> yeah. full leatherface outfit like walks into the door to the school uh back at the also, dance whatever this song is the first line that i heard in the lyrics is you ask me if i'm keeping it mm. Every, like, back oh. at the dance everybody's dancing with their so ish you know like i don't kind know kind of it's, it's tabby well, i mean i don't know uh what's her face imogen doesn't have anyone to dance with um she's just in the corner so somebody, noah somebody... is dancing with sean again like right after she was going to the bone zone so i guess that's done i guess it's later Somebody saw the homecoming episode from season one of PLO. Yeah. So, they didn't know what to do with it, but they saw it. So Tabby says, oh, it's like perks alert or whatever. Uh, Time for a friend intervention. Uh, so because they're all friends now. Remember, guys, they're totally friends. What, they're like what, best friends now. I'm sorry. What has Noah told Sean about these four new nothing. girls? That she's saying nothing. But he's like kind of bouncing along there like he's her purse. Mm-hmm. So he's clearly got to be aware of. I mean, he just got laid. He doesn't really care. You know? He's in his refractory <laughs> he's just, period. He's just come drunk. Yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> so they go over to her and they're like, oh, maybe we have this dance. And then Modern Love by David Bowie starts playing. It's like this is another one they had on the white board. Like girls are going to get down to like an 80s song and a dance. So we're doing that. And they're all dancing with each other. Like they're just the best friends ever. And they've known each other forever. Just the, the same way that like PLL never could have put a dick in its pilot like this show did. Mm-hmm. It could have never afforded David Bowie. Yeah, it's depressing. They never uh, they could never afforded uh, Jordan Peele's Get Out. You know, <laughs> like what yeah. what's like in the the Warner Brothers vault that they put could have put on screen on like the black and white channel. Um, so, anyways, Clanton taps on the mic. Time has come to announce Mild High Spirit Queen. That's right, everyone. Without further ado, welcome to the stage. <laughs> None Imogen of you give Adams. a shit. Yeah, and it's like there's. She knew she was going to win, but she's still like somehow surprised. There's some. There's some 
Brian De Palma slow mo, the kind of slow mo that only precedes bad things. I laugh because there's a really fucking nerdy guy in the crowd of a bow tie. Yeah, that guy. I knew you were going to point that guy out. <laughs> He's super cheering her on. They, they do the whole thing where it's like slow mo of people, like their mouths are wide open. So it looks like kind of creepy in slow mo. Karen is above, above, smiling like she's the fucking Joker about to pour this paint on Imogen. Yeah. And like mouse spots her. And so like the, you know, Imogen's on stage. The the other four centers are in the crowd. They all see they're all pointing. Sean, I'm sorry, Chip definitely sees her and is like pointing to. So like multiple people see that there's something going on up there. I think what we're supposed to interpret, even though it's like it's not shot in a way you can you'd actually know this. But I think we're supposed to to interpret that only Imogen sees the Leatherface dude up there. Because otherwise, if like if Sean can see him, then right. this all falls apart. Because obviously, what's going to happen in the next episode is that like you know, spoiler: Karen gets thrown off and dies or whatever. The sheriff is going to be like, "You bull- you cyber bullied her into like suicide by like playing that video." I'm going to like you know, your ass is mine now. But if multiple people are like, "No, no, no," some crazy dude threw her off the balcony. Like not just like one person is saying it; a bunch of people are all saying it. Then it kind of falls apart. Which they're going to do because this episode had a title card preceding it, warning you that it had to do with issues of sexual assault and suicide. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're going to they're going to the the accepted story will be that Karen killed herself. It's it's shot really goofy the way she's like sticking her head out and whatnot and like I don't know. Um, and then it's like Imogen looks up and is like, oh no! And Karen's like, what? And she turns around and the guy doesn't just throw her off. He kind of like wrestles her around and like shakes her back and forth for like 15 seconds before throwing her off and then it it cuts yeah they did this in the pilot too when angela falls they they just cut like they they either don't want to show it or don't think they can like get the effect right or whatever they think it's more horrific that you just cut to it it's not horrific it it plays like oh you guys didn't get the shot did you like i'm sorry if you really want to be campy put a fucking mannequin or a dummy in a dress and DJ Jazzy Jeff that bitch off a of rafters. Let's like, let's see it. Let's see the, the body fall. Like this cutting that they keep doing is not effective. It's not horror. That's not a horror movie. They can't afford it. They they can't, they can't use a dummy. Come on. It'd be funny at least. But also it would break the reality much like Angela waters where you're not up high enough to die. I'm sorry. It'd be fucking hilarious if it was an obvious dummy. Like, if you really want the camp, go for it. But no. Um, Yeah, so I'm just looking at this dead body of the pool of blood. Massive pool of blood. When we cut back to Karen later, there's like barely any blood. She has like a a kind of wimpy cut on her forehead. Mm -hmm. There's definitely not Uh, a massive pool of blood next to her, yeah. So the five sinners get a text message all at the same time, checking checking their phones in unison in a split screen, a five-way split screen. And our first actual signed A message is, to thine own self be true, one bully down, five more to go, keep quiet about me or your next A. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a lot of punch. No, it is no, I'm still here, bitches, and I know everything. Um, also, they don't read it aloud, which what are we doing? Are you making PLL or not? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And before this, when... Too when the, wordy. Way too wordy. When the body drops, and it cuts away because they're cowards as filmmakers, um, all the other students start running out of the, the auditorium like there's like a school shooting happening or something. Like they have to get away, like which just seems weird to me. I don't know if that's how people would react. 
you mean like people like you might go up and like touch the body just in general poke, i don't know if poke, everyone poke, immediately poke, poke. scream yeah, and run she's away. Dead, guys yeah poke 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 she's definitely dead where's um, the principal i don't know that is a very small pool of blood when they cut to the wide shot of the body i'm just gonna say yeah so imogen's convulsing and looking at the camera my question is, like is 25 this, feet not even that is this actually kelly it's they've done like it, the twin thing is so obvious that it would almost be more of a twist if it was Karen, you know, like if it's like, aha guys, I'll bet you didn't guess that that was Kelly. who died. It's like, no, we all guessed. Uh, we, we all guessed that. Yeah. I so, mean, like, are they, are they going to make Karen into their Allison? Because you already have five characters. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I've yeah. seen a lot of people say, Oh, this show is more like the books because they're doing the Allison Courtney thing. It's like, not really. You know, yeah. not it's like blondes or a twins. That's about it. So we get our we actually get an A tag of sorts. We get four losers hanging outside the school. One dude's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt, smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. Uh the girl next to him is a is a teenager holding like the booze in the brown paper bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um then a bunch of kids come running out of school screaming. One guy's like fast walking and texting well, on his well, phone. One guy's like, Oh, somebody committed suicide. Like, you gotta run. Like, I'm sorry, like. It's just not how people would react. Uh, I don't know. To a certain degree, maybe. But he rounds a corner, runs into Leatherface, and he's like, who the fuck are you supposed to be? And he runs off. And then Leatherface slowly turns his, their face towards us. We see a red letter A appear over their face to let us know that this is the show's version of A, which then becomes the A and the word original. Yeah, like the, the, the video card. fades out. So it's just the A, and then the A shrinks down to go into the title card. This is the cheesiest, stupidest shit I've ever seen. Like, do you remember the uh, the PL episode where like somebody sends a text and then it's just like we're going through cyberspace with the text yeah, for like yeah. thirty seconds and it was just like just really bad. This is worse than that. This is like, what the fuck are you doing? That that and our apologies to Joseph Doherty because that was his episode. Mm-hmm. That was clearly to me like uh, this episode is like two minutes short. Yeah. We need we need anything. What's, <laughs> what's, your, what's your what's your stock footage budget like? Um, but like you can tell. They think this is the cutest fucking gimmick. They, they're so fucking like, uh, get happy with this. Yeah. What the fuck are you supposed to be? A. It's not good. The next episode is called The Aftermath. Mm. Supposedly, as the show progresses, this is, this is the worst thing I ever read on the internet. Not only are they going to finally drop Easter eggs to PLL, actual mm. PLL, but they're also going to drop Easter eggs to Riverdale. Who needs that? Nobody wants Easter eggs to Riverdale except the fucking Riverdale guy. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. God, yeah. go, go just go make Riverdale. Leave people alone, you hack. The only the only vaguely Riverdale thing that I would have wanted is if you recast literally any character in the show of Kieran Shipka. Sure. All right. Let me look through my notes, see if there's anything I wanted to talk about that we missed here. Uh bum 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 bum. Lots of chips. Yeah, the staging is just really poor with the whole killers and the rafters thing. I I guess we're supposed to think only Imogen saw him, but we'll see. Um, mm. Yeah, I feel like the whole like defending the show by saying, "Oh, it's supposed to be like an '80s war movie." That that's just a cope. Like, like you can't just say, "Well, the the bad writing and the bad directing and the bad cinematography and the bad production design—it's all intentional." Like, yeah, that's you know. a that's a Stranger Things defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so. The Tabby movie reference thing. I've heard it. It gets even worse too. Oh it's, God! How? It's how really could it get bad. worse? I've I've got an easy fix. 
I'm surprised nobody in the writer's room suggested this, but they, because they probably don't care. Um, here's how you fix it. Instead of having her be a movie reference machine, we mm-hmm. established in the first episode that she's really interested in exposing people to, you know, like black filmmaking, uh, you know, underrepresented, uh, underrepresented uh, movies and whatnot by, by black filmmakers. Maybe instead of dropping movie references constantly, she's like a little kind of encyclopedia for like interesting knowledge about black filmmakers or black movies that most people wouldn't know. They're not going to do that research. I mean, I'm sure it's, you know, you've got a writer's assistant you could assign to that. Like, you know, I I was just thinking like the, um, the note trailer, they dropped the thing at the beginning about the, you know, the, the first video of a man riding a horse is black. That was just watching trailers. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. I'd like to learn more about that. Tabby could be the kind of character who knows all that because she's really interested in that. And once other people know about it, she could throughout the show be educating her friends and the audience about interesting details like that. And, you know, get us interested in in stuff we didn't know about, but no, she's just going to reference mostly a bunch of white movies. Anyways, predictions, I don't know, theories. It it feels sort of dumb to theory crafts for this show because I don't feel like the writers really play fair. No, you know what I mean. So like, no. like I feel like if you're like zooming into the background and be like, "Hey, wait a minute, there's a teddy bear in A's lair," but then in another scene, somebody's holding a teddy bear. Like, you're the writers are not trying that hard. Yeah, no. So I don't know. I it's I still think Chip and Tabby maybe is one one dynamic duo. A lot of people seem to be thinking. I don't know. Maybe this is based on the third episode that like it must be two people or mm. something. I mean, obviously, if you, if you want one of the sinners to be involved, it has to be two people because they're all there when that happens um so it would be it would be tabby right if it was a sinner I, or imogen i mean i don't know but her I mean, character is so tabby, inconsistent that you could say oh yeah she's actually a and you're like sure whatever i guess but in the world of this show and, and and i know this is an insulting correlation but you get what i'm talking about but the power structure of the show tabby or an imogen or the Ari and spencer right somewhat yeah tabby <laughs> Tabby seems kind of weirdly attached to Imogen in a lot of ways. Like she has like the movie theater plotline of her own, but it seems like a lot of her stuff is just like being there to be the BFF. So team Tabogen. She, she sticks out in a way the other characters don't, I guess you'd say team team Imobi. Yeah. But yeah, Tabby and chip, I guess like they, they shot it in such a way that they definitely wanted you to think that chip was, work in the theater concessions, but he could have also ran backstage to be Leatherface and then ran back again to be Chip. So I mean at this point, fucking A man. Just have Kirby walk in and mm-hmm. explain what's going on in the show. I mean if 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 we're gonna say that the leather like whoever Leatherface is, it it's like theater chip or the principal or like one of the moms. It can't be any liars. Like there's there's been too many times in this um person showed up actually technically i suppose if if theater chip and tabby are in on it then like who's who's the leather face and when they're in the car so that doesn't work you know yeah 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 well but i mean like the i i know it's like on par with riverdale guys you know adult villains out of left field thing mm-hmm. but like the principal's boring it's a boring choice but I don't want to like, watch... oh, look, guys, he gave us the clues. He's got a Sweeney Todd poster in his office. That's that's not that's not a clue. That's stupid. Like that's not an actor I want to see deliver a monologue. Exactly. I, you know I mean? Who is the actor you want to see deliver a monologue? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean like I mean, theater chip is not either. I'll say that for sure. No, but theater chip has a fucking face mm-hmm. to sneer his way through a fucking monologue about being evil. Also, you know, who I need to actually be a character is like the teen boy who blew the sheriff. I want that dude all over this fucking show. Wouldn't I, I was thinking of who that character should have been like, Oh, I, the obvious answer is the one I don't want to say. Yeah. I know who you can say. Yeah. yeah no, but yeah. it seemed like they were saying that up, but no, it's not the same character. Thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't know. Do we have anything else to say about this show? Fuck this show. Yeah, we'll be back for episode three. Yeah, I, I've heard it picks up in episode three and suddenly like you know hits its stride. So we'll see. Maybe maybe episode three is where it gets good. I'm I I'm trying to keep an open mind about the show. I don't want to do ten episodes where all I do is complain. Um, but I'm I'm relying on the show to give me something to get excited about. Here's give me, a give me give me a little spice, you know. Here's a positive thing, listeners. Mm-hmm. It can't get worse. <laughs> Famous last words. Oh, we should talk about the whole like renewal prospects of the show. Oh yeah, what is that about? Also, <laughs> they're they're slim to none. Somebody tweeted me today and it was like, oh, like looks like you're wrong because like there's like this PLL fan account that's just like, oh, the show's getting renewed. And it's like, oh, I hadn't heard that. That's interesting. So, what what is their evidence? Sur- does, does the show survive? Like, is that why Batgirl had to die? No, 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 no. So it's like, what is the evidence? And so you look at the evidence, and one of the moms of the show, I think it's the mom who plays Elodie, that actress mm. tweeted just a screenshot of something that said, like, number one. And it was like a picture of PLL Original Sin. And it was like, PLL is number one in 26 countries. And it's like, number one of what? Of what right. metric are you using? Like, there was no, like. That's a, that's a bullshit Netflix metric. Well, like, what, what are we seeing here? Is this, like, on HBO Max? Like, it, right. like I, I've looked. I've not been able to find any actual, like, ratings reporting done on this show. Um, HBO doesn't always release those anyway. Um, I, there's nothing, nothing official that the show has been renewed. I found something from back in May where some TV site was reporting that they had, like, inside info from an exec at Warner Brothers that the show had been quietly renewed for a second season. Now, that was in May. In June... A new CEO of Warner Brothers Discovery took over, David Zaslav, who's just been like on a rampage, like cutting everything. Yeah. Uh, he canceled Batgirl today and some Scooby cartoon. In in a kind of insane, unprecedented, we're going to shelve the seventy million dollar movie. Yeah, ninety million dollars. He just shelved it. No, it's not coming to HBO Max. It's not happening at all. Um, and he is apparently the the kind of scuttlebutt in Hollywood is that he is trying to fold. HBO Max into Discovery Plus and like keep not not make HBO Max the, the the service make Discovery Plus a service and he's getting rid of a bunch of HBO Max originals like HBO HBO is still going to remain a premium service separate from that so like your Game of Thrones and stuff is over there but like all these HBO Max originals like Pretty Little Liars Original Sin are seemingly getting gutted or shoved over to Disney or Discovery Plus so Will this show get renewed? I don't know. Maybe it's possible. I'm sorry. I, I would. Just... I would. Uh, I would want to see something official before I bought a house and I was working on the show. Let me put it that way, because it it seems like this show could be headed for the chopping block. Even if they might have had like a handshake renewal deal back in May, like it seems like right. this dude is going on a rampage. Oh, the the Arrowverse is dying. I mean, they're they're it's they're dead. House. Yeah. They're, yeah, the big way. But like, you, you, first of all, in the in the new era of TV of streaming in, in ten episode series. You're not buying a house like that anymore. Mm-hmm. This isn't this isn't network twenty two, baby. Like uh 
Fucking A. Also, I don't want the same app that gives me Flipper Flop to give me PLO Original Sin. I mean, we'll see. Terrible. We'll see. It seems like this dude is like speed running, like tanking the entire Warner Brothers uh, historic studio into the ground, which kind of sucks. I mean, you know, that's a, like a historic piece of Hollywood. There would be nice if some corporate raider wasn't like running it into the dirt so he could like yeah. flip it again as some sort of like tax write off. But well, I mean, they they sold the CW for nothing. Just assumed the debt. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's insane. It's weird. I, I just feel like certain things are institutions, like the Warner Brothers lot is an institution. It would really yeah. suck if this ended up. I mean, I don't even know what would happen to it. I guess so, the 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 potential good thing would be like either Amazon or Apple buys the studio or something rather than it just being like sold for scraps, like for IP, you know, the if you have ever taken or visited, if you ever taken the tour or just visit the Warner Brothers lot, the smallest but one of the quietly most interesting details of that lot is whenever you go up to one of the studios, they have a ginormous bronze plate there mm-hmm. that not only tells you what is currently in production there, like what what is the current home of it, but every famous thing that's ever filmed. There. All all the shows and movies and whatnot. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. pretty cool. It's like, oh, on stage eight, they filmed all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It would suck if... Warner Brothers ended up being like sold for parts and like, oh, we'll sell DC to this company and we'll sell, you know, the rights to, you know, these, the construction department to this company or something, you know. I mean, I don't want to be Michael Burberry, but like, is this the beginning of the end of the bubble? Like, <sighs> yeah, it's part kind of, of depressing. it. It is depressing. Uh, I mean, we knew the bubble was going to burst at some point. Mm-hmm. We can't handle this much content. There's a lot of shows that I'm like vaguely interested in, but like not enough that I've watched them mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm going to start canceling a lot of my streaming services. I don't know if I'm ever going to watch them. Yeah. Thank God for torrenting. All right. Well, S23 Aftermath is next. I believe it might be a different writer. Uh, and let me just maybe say. Maybe be better. Maybe that's why it's better. I don't know. If you're in the HBO marketing department, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. We appreciate it. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, also, the contest continues. I figure we'll we'll announce we'll pick winners at the end of episode three. What do you think? Sure, that sounds good. Um, so, so again, to to enter, email, email us, tweet, tweet us, us, Instagram us. Are you in on the show? Your dumbest a theory. Bonus point if you can show us some kind of proof that you have purchased or owned or read or whatever the trouble books. Speaking of the troll books, if you'd like to support this pod, you can by buying one of our books. You know, we we came up with a brilliant monetization uh, system for our podcast where rather than just like do ads or ask people to send us money, we're like, let's spend thousands of hours writing books uh, and then try to sell them. That's that we're geniuses. Um, but yeah, uh, they're they're fun mystery books. Trouble. My name is Trouble is the first book. Trouble finds me as a second book. Check them out online. Go to mynameistrouble.com. Book three, almost done. Getting there soon. I've got some uh, art to show you after the pod. Cool. Um, but yeah, that'll probably be out in September. So if you want to you know, prepare yourself for the, the massive masterpiece that is book three, you can catch up in advance. Mynameistrouble.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>